you know, I always like to tell people, it's like you're training yourself for a marathon. Yeah. You wouldn't just go and run the race from sitting on the couch all day to then, you know, like giving labor is one of the craziest, biggest, amazing experiences you'll ever go through. But in that time, you also need to train your body for it. Welcome to Fit as a Fiddle. My name is Dr. Sneha Ghazi, and I'm a physical therapist and business owner in New York City. Each episode, we bring you phenomenal guests in the health and wellness industry who share inspiring tips and tangible advice. This podcast is for a community of people who want to keep their mind, body, and spirit healthy and thriving. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe, review, and enjoy the show. All right, everybody, welcome to our next episode. We are here interviewing Erin Bellis. She is an associate manager of talent and a senior trainer teaching 12 classes in four different locations. And she's been with Physique 57 for six years. And she's going to tell us all about Physique 57, uh, its mission, why it's different, and its overall goal. So Erin, thank you so much for joining us. And why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of background on what you do and what is the cause of this wonderful, wonderful institution that you guys have? All right. Well, Physique 57 is a bar-based studio where it is very low impact and we focus on interval overload. So it's really working with your body and overloading the muscles to the point of fatigue, which you've experienced. Yes, I have. I do feel like they are going to fall off in a very good way, Mm -hmm. shaking, quivering. But then after the sprint is over, we take you out of it so we can stretch the muscles out because we want to be able to let your body recover and help to keep your body flexible and supple at the same time. Um, We are different in a way where no two class is ever going to be the same. So it's very unique where our trainers have a beautiful tool on where they can literally choreograph their classes differently day by day. Obviously, we all have a format that we're trying to follow, but we really try to give like a theme and a focus to the class so we can cater the best to our clients so we can really give them the attention they need. And then we put a lot of cardio behind our strength training. So you're going to find that the movement can be a lot more dynamic. We're going to be moving the body in a lot bigger movements so that you literally leave here feeling more energized and stronger and just ready to go. And our mission is literally to be the best bar studio in the world because now we have our international studios as well. Oh, we just are trying to keep expanding and sharing our technique and workout to everybody around the world. That's awesome. I, so tell me a little bit about the international studios. Where have you guys expanded so far? So the first studio we opened is actually where I first started was in Dubai. Ah. And that was our first international franchise. And within that time, they opened up in 2013. And she opened up two studios over in Dubai. And then from there, they opened up another studio in Bangkok, Mumbai, Manila, the Philippines, and the latest was in Saudi Arabia. Wow. So That's They're fantastic. really trying to expand in markets where it's not so readily available. 
you know, mm-hmm. where it's not as saturated as where you find it maybe in London mm-hmm. and just trying to bring something to a client base where they really haven't experienced it yet. That's fantastic. And by the way, everybody, I took one of these classes and just being a physical therapist, yes, I work out. At least I thought I worked out. <laughs> and then I took this class and I left there just like feeling like a noodle, gonna like everything was gonna fall off, but in the best way possible. And like you said, it did make me feel more energized. Like I could Good. feel all my muscles working as I was going down that flight of stairs. And I was just like, yes, this is amazing. I feel my Because, right, you're, you kind of feel like your legs and your muscles are jello-y, but in, like, such a good way. Yeah, not in, like, a... Because you know you did something. Yeah, it, it wasn't like a, oh, I can't move. I don't want to move. And I feel miserable with, like, crazy doms. It wasn't that. It was, like, an immediate onset of muscle fatigue that was different from, like, when you wake up the next day and it's, like, really hard to put your foot down on the ground off the bed. Yeah. So that's what I really loved about it. And it just made me feel stronger throughout the day. So awesome that you guys are expanding to other places that don't have because that's that's the need. And I think that's where people should go to, right. like, kind of explore markets that don't have this kind of fitness class kind yeah. of available. And yeah. Done. So. I know. It can be, it can be a big move but it's it's been going well so great so I wanted to touch on a point that you mentioned which was the non-judgy um feel of the studio which I totally agree because when I was there I remember there obviously are a few women who are pregnant and you were able to immediately give modifications and give them an alternative to doing for example like a harder core exercise that probably wouldn't be the best for them to do at that stage of their pregnancy Mm -hmm. so can you talk to us a little bit about um kind of some of the things that you watch out for when you do have your target population of the prenatal postnatal world coming through the door? What are some red flags, some signs that you want to watch out for, want to make sure that you're being aware of in exercise? Well, really, it also, it, A, it really depends how far along you are, Mm -hmm. right? I always, we speak to our clients that as long as your doctor says you are great, everything's looking good, gives you the go, go for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so first trimester, everything's the same. We just talk about like, be aware of your breathing, try not to overexert yourself too much. Of course we want you to still feel the burn, but if you're starting to feel like too winded to just take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as red flags, like I think this, the main thing, the further along you get is that we want to avoid sudden movements, you know, like these big twisting movements just to avoid anything going on in the abdominal area. Mm -hmm. A lot of women get nervous with diastasis, Mm -hmm. which is very normal to get a little bit of that, Mm -hmm. but any of those sudden quick motions, right? That like rock and roll yourself up, which a Mm -hmm. lot of time when you're getting out of bed, that's when you're not thinking about it. So we always try to have people roll to their sides to come up. Um, Obviously it's kind of like, we call it curl, but more people know it as like a crunch. Mm -hmm. You know, you can really try to take that less aggressively, Mm -hmm. kind of making more of the abdominal work as a stabilization kind of workout rather than like a, we got to get my six pack at works. Yes. So just things that we want to have our clients avoid is the major twisting. And of course, you don't need to be laying on your belly and yeah. <laughs> doing back extensors, right? Exactly. Do things on all fours. 
Um, And just allowing them to take breaks whenever they need to, Mm -hmm. because your body is going through a lot and we want to just make sure you're feeling as safe and healthy and strong in this environment as much as possible. Yeah. And that's a great thing. It's it's just more when you get further, further along, which you know, when you're like further along that the twisting is the main thing we want to try. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't mean like, you said it doesn't mean you can't work out. It doesn't mean as long as you have the clear that you're not having preeclampsia or any kind of big bad conditions, then women who are pregnant should be exercising and they should be getting some a little combination of, like you said, the strength and the flexibility and the cardio and the balance work that all all of those things you offer, which are all yes. part of pelvic PT care as well that we do in a clinical setting. So it's all fair game and it's all important. And, um, you know, it's important to stress and it's great that there are studios that take on prenatal, postnatal certified professionals Mm -hmm. to help assure people that it's okay to go ahead and exercise. And you don't have to be in bed rest. Some people really think they need to just sit around a little bit more. No, and there's been more studies shown and, you know, there's always the the exceptions and things like that, but more studies are showing that working out and keeping your body keeping your body to move and keeping it strong. is not just good for you, but also the baby, mm-hmm. right? They've yeah. actually been seeing that there's been great results yeah. with the newborns. And so it's just, it's, you know, I always like to tell people, it's like you're training yourself for a marathon. Yeah. You wouldn't just go and run the race from sitting on the couch all day to that, you know, like giving mm-hmm. labor is one of the craziest, biggest, amazing experiences you'll ever go through. But in that time, you also need to train your body for it. Yeah, exactly. And then post-pregnancy, we'll get you right back to shape. Yeah. <laughs> as, as quickly as possible, but also quickly taking care of every, as all the things. As soon as the doctor tells you it is okay to work out again. Yes. So um, tell me a little bit about what people come to ask you guys questions about. Like what is like a common question that maybe you can answer for the general public? I know. I, fitness and It's postpartum. funny. A lot of times it's actually not a question. They just say like, a lot of people come to me and say like, so I'm going to leave by apps. I'm done. And I was like, okay, well, no, technically you should, you should actually still work on your apps. So what we like to say is that We want to keep your abs strong enough to support the baby, Mm -hmm. but flexible enough for the baby to grow, right? So especially when I've been talking about the the twists and the crazy crunches, a lot of that stuff you do not need to do, but we have so many exercises that focus Mm -hmm. more on your transverse muscles, which are the muscles you feel when you cough, right? Those deep, deep layers that help to kind of support Mm -hmm. everything. We work a lot there so you know you can avoid lower back pain or like Mm -hmm. help keep your hips stabilized and help feel that the baby is supported yeah um so yeah a lot of a lot of times it's people just really saying like I can't work my abs anymore yeah and that's just not entirely true and of course there's not as much things you can do but that like hugging feeling around your baby you kind of always want to have yeah and then really that will help you postnatal too. Yep. And it's that feeling of like that 
exactly what you said, hug the baby closer towards you. That's really yeah. what it is because the more you're going to let the baby hang forward and kind of allow your pelvis to tilt in an abnormal way, that's going to increase that diastasis, that low back pain, that SI joint pain, Correct. all the bad things. But you know, maybe an exercise, like I remember we did something laying on our back where our spine is supported. And that was, that was mm-hmm. like a great alternative, even on an incline for people who may have a little bit of GERD symptoms or you know a little bit of reflux laying on that wedge, you guys have a wedge in the studio. And then people were laying on that and doing some basic bicep curls, which is automatically going to activate your core in that position. Yeah. So always with, um, as soon as women enter into their second trimester and it's different for everybody. I mean, if you're still, you know, not really showing, but once you start to get bigger, we definitely offer the wedge and it just helps to keep the heart above the baby. Mm -hmm. And of course, like, you're experiencing any reflux, it helps to diminish that. And it just helps you to not feel like you're coming so far off the yep. floor. Yeah. And you can do a lot of exercises with one leg. They can give you the weights as you're laying on the wedge. Like you said, work on your biceps, work on your chest, like some overhead chest presses, work on your triceps. So there's a lot of things that we can do to work around yeah. curling or crunching or twisting. Yeah. Still let your abs be involved. That's awesome. That's really great. And it's great that you guys cater to this population because a lot of, I know fitness clinics probably don't. So what exactly does it entail for someone to get certified in pre and postnatal work? Say someone is like, I'm opening up a fitness studio or I've been going to this fitness studio for ages and I want to check if they have this. What, what can people kind of ask or some questions that they can look into? Well, they can ask about their training program. So in our training program, it's a 200-hour training program where we tell our clients, like, everybody is prenatally certified. Mm-hmm. Um, so within that training, we, like, we have a whole booklet, everything going through. We pretend like you're pregnant and kind of go mm-hmm. through everything. Um, outside of that, you know, there's a lot of different group um, personal fitness, uh, group fitness certifications, like through NASM, AFA, anything like that. And there's a lot of continuing education credits that are definitely towards perinatal training and things like that, which is another thing I added on just, just for my personal use as well, because I've been pregnant and I really wanted to get more involved with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely just ask about their training program. And if they don't mention about any prenatal training, then they probably don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> so. so look out for Physique 57, guys, because it's a great studio. It has amazing, amazing, warm and welcoming trainers. And the whole environment is, like you said, very welcoming with the people that come through the door. And you don't have to be pregnant to come here or postpartum. No. You Men come through the door too. So you can, anybody can come and train and they can kick your butt. <laughs> so don't feel like this yes. is a little wuss workout. It is not at all. <laughs> we're we're get all about kicking your booty one. in such a good way. Yes. And you will feel your booty in a way you've never felt before. Oh, yes, you will. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Erin, for joining us. You are very welcome. Thank you for having me. This is great. It's such a pleasure to have people like you around the city to connect with. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone gained a lot of new information out of this episode. Please subscribe and review the show. It means the world. 
I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.